the idea is that distraction is a way bigger issue than anyone realizes. And so, and it is actually what, it's like our, there's our transition from animal to human. So going from an animal to a human required morality and good and evil. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so it's kind of like morality is like an ingredient in the alchemical transformation from animal to human. So then the question is, what is the ingredient in the transmutation from human to God? Yes. And that is focus, but... Consecration, really, but yeah, I see focus as a piece of that. Which is synonymous with traction. Right. So if you look at, obviously we talk a lot about the word distraction. Well, if you lose traction in real life, physically, like, you can die. Yeah. So, so if you lose traction driving, if you lose traction driving, you might die. Yeah, you hydroplane, you... If you lose traction hiking, mm-hmm. you might die. I know somebody who did, two people who did that. Yeah. Um, so we don't think about distraction being related to death. We think about distraction as like, yeah, we should really try and focus. Well, more than that, we think about distraction as um, inevitable and as almost constant. If you Mm -hmm. were to ask the average person how often they're distracted, they're going to say hundreds of times a day. If they're self-aware and... But here's the thing, if you don't have a purpose, then... Distracted from what? You're not distracted, you're just wandering. So distraction implies traction towards something, you know. So then what if there's like a certain bar of morality of like the law of Moses and the Ten Commandments. Mm. And that's just like really basic Mm -hmm. net Mm -hmm. to avoid the worst horrors that can happen. Yeah. I mean, even in in modern society, that's not going to jail. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Not, you know, not having, not being completely socially ostracized. Exactly. Like survival mode morality? Is that a thing? Uh-huh. Exactly. Is that what? Okay. So there's just do and don't. 
um, people. Yeah. So that's a really low safety net, which honestly, none of us are that great at anyway. Because you still need a purpose to incentivize obedience to that. Although but, just fear, just avoidance and punishment will do some of that. Yeah. Yeah, the and that's is to not be punished. and that's some of what it's based on. Yeah, well, that honey, look, look at this for a second because this is a hundred percent. We're describing true survival mode. True survival mode is where you just avoid punishment. Punishment reward, basically. So you go. I don't want to starve to death, mm-hmm. so I'm going to work. I mean, this is true survival mode that you're speaking to. Well, and I think the addiction is like a huge sign of survival mode because it's like I don't want to get in trouble and I want to get my rocks off. Mm -hmm. And as long as that's the case, then I'm I'm okay. It goes back to the arbitrary thing, just because you can, right? I can do this and not get arrested. Mm -hmm. I can eat that cake and I don't die. Yeah. It won't kill me. I might feel like shit. I might lose respect for myself. I might get fat. I might get fat. I'm not going go to prison. I'm not going to go to prison. And I'm not going to die. And it's going to taste good. It'll feel good. So then the higher law is like, what can I create? Or like, what is my potential and not just my but you know what's possible in as human beings and so that is why this spirit of the law supersedes the letter of the law because once the purpose is so focused as to As to drive you to discover potential, then distractions are eliminated naturally once the vision is solidified and you're like, it's all I want, you know, once the, once the desire is pure. Didn't you see why we don't do this? You saying that, I go, oh, that makes even more sense why I am so resistant to continuing locking down my purpose, which I'm doing anyway, even though I'm resistant. That's, I'm very um, committed to doing it at the same time as I'm resistant. Basically, I'm committed to working through my resistance. But look, it makes perfect sense why we don't do that. Because then what that feels like is it feels awful because we know when we're distracted. Yes, exactly. So then it's almost like this torturous, this torturous feeling. When before we just can justify and rationalize all sorts of things, you know. But now it's like we know, we're very clear. I'm already pretty fucking clear. Okay. So here's the ultimate distraction. The ultimate distraction is a false baseline of what 
we require to be okay or what makes us not okay. If that gets out of whack, we're done for. Maybe not immediately, but that's central, Eventually. that's foundational. That makes sense because if a plane gets off track at all and they don't constantly course correct, they're going to not end up where they were going. So we talked about this before, about how there's this part of our mind that has a backwards of, like when I stopped smoking for a day and then smoked again and the thought went through my head, oh, now I can breathe. Mm -hmm. Which is part of us that's like straight up playing opposite all day long with everything. And when we, it's the other thing we've, we talked about where when we give up the thing that is killing us, we think we're dying. Mm -hmm. That's the evidence of the false baseline. And that's the black hole sucking up our creative power because we have to feed it even though it's fake, no, it's not real, it's not true. So that's why it's a black hole. There's nothing tangible there, but it sucks up everything it can. There's no satisfying it. So if I think that nicotine is what I need to be okay, well, it's just inherently not true. But you're basing a bunch of your but choices I'm, on it. But I'm strategizing. I'm using my creative power to make sure that I'm okay so that then I can go create. That's the story. Like, let's get these needs well, met. Be writing this down. We're doing a video on Let's this. get these needs met. And then I'm going to go do my purpose. Well, that's, what, that's why I was saying with the archetypes that I don't, I don't really know if that is out of my nature yet because that's how my brain Works. has been working for most of my life. No, but I, I have it too. I, to I mean, I totally... Oh my gosh. Okay, hold on. Hold on. I see why you've been avoiding this one. Because <laughs> literally what you're saying is not that we're doing little bits of distractions. You're saying that we're actually building a foundation, basing our foundation on really, it, it's inherently distracting. Yeah. Because it's not based on truth. Yeah, that's why it's a anything, false baseline. Anything not based on truth, anything not based on truth is a distraction. And anything you build on top of it can't stay standing. Build a house on sand. Exactly. So, if you're not... Write down build a house on sand because that's what this parable is about. Exactly. And so here's the other thing about it. You look at all of the 
if you look at all like the celebrities and whatever people that we've watched fall, this is what they did. It's not because, I mean, it's not just as simple as, well, they like lied or they were, they had like these horrible secrets and they finally got found out. It's not really like that. That's just too simplistic. More than likely, in a lot of these situations, they pursued the success that they did so that they could do those other things that finally got exposed. Bill Cosby. Yeah. And, like, every corrupt politician ever, like, I think very few people reach, like, high positions with a whole bunch of integrity and then... Or become corrupted. Well, no, you wouldn't, would you? No, it's like there's a little corrupt piece going, well, listen, like, I could maybe do a bunch of good in the world, and I could do all of this stuff, because then it's okay if I satiate this bottomless pit. I know that's in. true, because every time that I do give in and have something I know is going to make me feel sick, my number one justification is, but I've been doing so good. I do it less than I used to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's my favorite justification. Yeah. I do it less than I used to. Mm-hmm. And whether that's about eating shit or yelling at Trinity or <clears throat> um, taking, you know, time to watch Netflix or whatever, I'm constantly trying to justify downtime. Me too. Constantly. Like, if I, well, I, I have my show on, but I'm taking care of laundry. Mm-hmm. Like, I will purposefully, well, it's not that purposeful. I mean, something in me says, oh, save, save the laundry so that you have a justification to put on your show because you're taking care of laundry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Weird shit like that. What, wait, what? Yeah, so you're... That's your creative power. And that I'm using. That you're using. To justify watching a Netflix show. Yeah. So that's that's exactly what I'm saying is that we're using our creative power to feed our demons. Write that down. So how do we expect to become a god like that? Because that's... Our creative power is everything. Yeah. It's everything. It's our magic. Our creative power is the difference between us and the animals. And so if we're using our creative power to continue to act like animals... Exactly. Write that down. If our creative power is the difference between us and animals, and we're using our creative power to stay animals... Well, so... That's a sin. Exactly. That's why I'm saying is that what this is about is that distraction is more central than morality and good and evil. So is it different, though? Because at the end of the day, I don't know that those things are two, those are two different things. Well, it's like this. They're not two different things. Everything that is evil is a distraction, but not everything that's a distraction 
is evil. So this is what I'm saying. What if we sort by distraction? It's a finer filter. Yes, it is. And you it, can, you know, good and evil is like getting the big, huge, chunky rocks out, and then right. you have some gravel left. Right. Filtering by distraction is like a flower sieve. I love that. And also, distraction creates more distraction. Because right now I'm itching 12 hours later, so I'm still distracted from that distraction. Yeah. Well, I mean... You have a when, cough because you smoke. When I had... When I was smoking and I got down to one or two cigarettes left, it doesn't matter that I can walk three minutes to a gas station and buy more. I was not okay. I had cigarettes. Still not okay. Still not okay. You know? How, like, unnatural is that? But that's the thing is there really is no okay in this realm. Yeah. In the realm of distraction, there isn't okay. Because, okay. Because there's no satiation. No, I fucking see it. You know I fucking see it. I feel this one in my bones because uh, even just that dumb example of last night. Okay, so we got there and I see that there. Then instantly I'm like, shit, I'm going to have some of that. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not going to have any of that. Yeah, I'm probably going to have some of that. No, but there's food coming out. It took up like a half an hour of my time before I even had any. Mm-hmm. Then I eat it, and with every bite, I'm distracted because I'm like, it tastes good. It tastes kind of good. Is it worth it? I don't know. I should probably stop now. I'm not going to stop with three bites left on my plate. That's my voice the whole time I'm eating it. Then afterwards, God, why did I eat that? It wasn't even that amazing. Now still, I'm still distracted by it. It's one big that. And it's masturbatory. Completely. Because it's not going toward anything. It's not helping anybody else out. It's not creating anything.